Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're kicking off Back to Sexual Confidence Month with the help of sex educator Elle Chase. We're discussing how to embrace your sexuality, your body, and your desire with the help of a little confidence. Oh, and a little Anderson. He's here too. Uh, Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. You know what I never get tired of? Talking about the magic wand. Seriously, it's like telling stories about your best friend. I actually think I have more stories about a magic wand than I do my best friend. The magic wand was part of my life long before it was part of the show. And now it's time to make it part of your life too. For more than 30 years, the magic wand has been the trusted toy that women around the world reach for first. In fact, check this. Time Magazine just named the magic wand as one of the top 10 most influential gadgets of all time. We're talking next to the iPod and the calculator. Time Magazine, people. If that doesn't say it all, I don't know what will. The perfectly sized original magic wand delivers amazing power and control and is incredibly simple to use. Just plug in the six foot cord for uninterrupted pleasure. For more information on the magic wand, visit magicwandoriginal.com today or click on the magic wand banner on my website. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. God, that's a lot in between. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. So this September, celebrating Back to Sexual Confidence Month, we're going to be doing lots of giveaways to help you have better sex. And it all starts with confidence. So we're going to announce it. Subscribe to our newsletter. If you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, not really sure why, because I give good emails. Um, but find out, because we're going to be giving you some good stuff to help you along. And you can also follow us on social media, which is um, Sex with Emily, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Friggin', what am I forgetting? Twitter, some twice, Snapchat, MySpace. Instagram, MySpace, MySpace, Sex with Emily. It actually mm-hmm. was Sex Friendster. with Emily. Friendster. Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily, all those places. So anyway, I'm here with Anderson. Yo. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's oh been a God. long, long time. It has been a long time. Or has it? <laughs> and Elle, the wonderful Elle is here. This is your second time on the show. Yes. Um, Elle was on the show. It was called, I'll tell you what it's called. It was called First Sex with Step, Emily. It was called First Step to Better Sex with Lady Cheeky. So Elle, welcome back to the show. Thanks. And I'm going to get into all your credentials, but feel free to, to jump in here before we get into this. But what I want to say is... Sexual confidence is, you know, has a lot to do with how you feel about it, your body. But, you know, it's there's it's about speaking up for what you want, knowing how to ask for it when you're in the bedroom, when you're out of the bedroom. And um, I think we all have a little bit of insecurities. And I think it's a lot it's a lot of what I think keeps us hold us back from really having the best sex that we want to have. So we're going to get into all of that today. And I was thinking about like some of the insecurities I've had. God, there's so many. But like most recently, I was thinking about just the things of like, even this comes up a lot on the show, but like just telling guy like, I like to use lube. I like because let's assume they have to listen to the show. Or I like to use toys. Like, do you have to say that, or can you just no. kind of toss them? A, you know what? Now I'm just tossing them out. Now I'm just like boop, grab it, pour yeah. it on. So people are like always saying like, how do I use it? How do I tell my boyfriend? It's like you know what? Just have it on your nightstand and just 
You know, it's just like you're putting on a condom. Mm-hmm. Like you, put, you, you whip out the lube. Whip and out I don't the worry lube. about what anyone thinks because I know that it makes sex better for me. Well, you have an unfair advantage because you're sex with Emily. So I have people, vats with lube? People are assuming that you have vats and that you would say whatever's on your mind because you're sex with Emily. I would assume the same thing with L E L L E. She would right. probably have the same issue uh, or non-issue. Uh, would be, you know, because they, they expect that. But if you're like a meek little lady or something, I think it, it might not feel comfortable to just blurt out, you That's know, true. hit the vulva. Right, but you know, it still is weird for me every single time. And my extra thing, my other thing is that like, what if they are dating me because sex with Emily? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there's this extra, like, what are they expecting? But I just kind of let that go because I'm really at that stage where I'm like, I really don't Fuck care it. what people yeah. think. <laughs> I mean, I hope y'all like me and do my best in the I hope universe. Y'all like me. We well, all I'm like me. I'm doing it. my best in the universe to be like a good person, but you know, you really just people are going to make judgments. They just are. They're not going to understand you, who you are, and you just got to really be true to yourself. Really, you just can't trip. Spend me, too much time in that universe worrying about what yeah, people think. Enough with but that's the a whole other show. What we can say? Uh, drink to forget or drink to, to knock that stuff out. That's what I say. Drink to you knock those. Menace. Like that's like the top sex eh. advice you both give is to drink to numb. Let me ask you two girls here. Like alcoholics uh, with Emily. Girls okay or is that pejorative? I like women. Women. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let me ask you two women. Have you uh, for the for the man in the room here? What is uh, like the worst, most uncomfortable, uh, meek man that you've or, or situation you've run into in the bedroom where a guy just did not have that confidence that we're talking about here today? Ooh, that's a Ooh, good one. That is a good one. L. Oh my God. I'm going to let you go first. Well, okay. Jeez, oh, I was trying to pass it off on you. I know. God, I've had so much. Well, here's the thing. I think I have it even more lately because in recent years, I think guys do get insecure being with me because they think I have all these expectations. Yeah, and what do you women uh, pick up on? Like, um, what is a tell? I pick on, um, they are like, is this okay? Is this okay? Do you like this? Do you like this? Is it, how do you like this? Should I put my fingers here? I, like, I can just mm-hmm. tell there's like a nervousness, right. like an energy that I don't remember that being... Like, definitely when I first started having sex, you know, when I was 12. You are probably so just stuck kidding. in your own like head. 17. 12. I'm kidding. I was just 17. But yeah, but now I remember, like, since I've been doing the show, I know there's a certain, like, well, wh- what do you want? Like, am I okay? Like, is this good? Like, I mm. want even orgasm. Like, they almost become too focused on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, did you come yet? Did you come yet? I'm like, oh, God. Because they're really? afraid you're going to talk about it on the show, probably. And I do. I changed their names, though. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, but, but recently, like, in recent past, like, not even recent, I would say something that just sticks out is that, um, I was with a guy who I really believe hadn't in a long, if he had never had really had performance anxiety, like he really couldn't like, cause I know we ended up dating after a while, but he couldn't like get hard. First wait a times. minute. Wait a minute. Hmm. You banged first, then dated. No, it was like we had been dating for like a few weeks oh, okay. or whatever. And then we had sex right. and then he's just like, he's like, I can't, I'm thinking about the sex. And I was like, I was like, it's okay. It's in your, you know, we're just gonna, we're going to get through this. Well, he's let's gonna... be fair to him. I've been to your place. You have posters of yourself all over your bedroom walls. No, it's kind of hard for him not, to, lying. not to think not. about Just you. in the office, I have it. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else insecurities. Why is this a really good question? What about you, Anderson? Any women? Oh, you don't talk about this stuff. Jesus. No, no, I, uh, I, I, I have one in particular that I remember where I was very young. I was way too young, and I met the girl that that, that night, and she played loose guys or girls, women. Sorry, it's okay. She played Either loose. She played loose, and she invited me back to this room. She was like uh, staying at a friend's house from out of town. I can't remember the situation. It was one of those situations. I remember my dad picking me up, and I was afraid that I was going to smell like sex. I was, a, I was a young man, very young. Uh, I was a kid. And uh, I remember, anyway, she she played fast and loose, and uh, you know she was making moves and doing things in this dark room. And I remember I was reaching down there, and then I was touching something under her pants, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a butthole, and I oh, got right. really uncomfortable. 
And I was, I was like, and then I freaked out and I pulled my pants up and I just had to get the hell out of that room because I just touched a girl's butthole. You sure was a butthole. Um, what if you never certain. touched a vagina? <laughs> I, I touched a vagina. I touched a vagina, yeah, before, but Did I never touched a butthole. And actually, I, I have flashbacks to that every time I'm, every now and again when I'm petting <laughs> one of my animals, which this happens. You guys have animals? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're petting the animal. You're I, watching a movie or something. Both of your animals are like my. You're engrossed and you, and you feel a butthole by mistake. You're like, oh, I just touched my dog's butthole. Right. And, and then I immediately remember that moment of uh, my you're childhood. You're really traumatized yes. wow. often. Yes. God, That's some PTSD there. Yeah. It is. Wow. The butthole sure. PTSD. I mean, PTSD. I'm trying to, you know, I've had, yeah, God, Ugh. insecurities. We'll get into it. There's so much to. You've never had a guy run out of the, pull up his pants and run out of the room because he just couldn't go on with you, which no. I did as a, as a young man. You know what? If I did, I'm trying to remember that he couldn't go on. No, I don't, I don't think so. But okay. I've definitely, I mean, I have to tell you, it wasn't until I started the show that I even realized that I was being really passive and just kind of waiting. I was the typical women that we hear on the show all the time. I was waiting for for a guy to know. I really thought that guys should know that they mm-hmm. were like born with the instructions to the vagina and they knew what to do to make me feel good. And mm-hmm. I, I suffered through or mm-hmm. I let myself sit through a lot of, or lay through a lot of sex that was not <laughs> satisfying because I really, like, I didn't know. As I would much think, what I wanted, and I did, wouldn't have known how to communicate it. Yeah. And I just had some sex that was a lot of mediocre sex, which is another reason why I started the show, because I was like, everyone else is talking about all this amazing sex they're having. I am not, and I want to figure out, sex seems pretty freaking great. And I've I had would, good sex. I, I want to have amazing sex. I would think laying there as a lady these days is a dangerous move, too, because most of what guys do know is going to be from what they've seen on the old porn there. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not going to probably be up to your standards or something you would be into. If you just let them do whatever. Yeah, that's true. Well, it depends how the age, right? I mean, a lot of younger kids. We actually have a good blog on our site that Jamie wrote in my office about how kids today are learning a lot about porn. I mean, Mm -hmm. learning about sex through porn. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, We can move on. We can think about it. Yeah. You know what Charlie Glickman says about porn and sex? What does he say? He says, learning to have sex from porn is like learning how to drive from a stunt driver. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. true. Which That's I a good one. That is a great way to put it. Right. I mean, yeah. nothing right. No judgment on porn, but that's no. the way you should technically be learning, right? Mm-hmm. Lady Cheeky is your site. Yes. Which we love. Um, Tumblr well, porn. If you women uh, think of uh, a tell uh, throughout the show uh, before we're done here, that uh, we'll let the guys who are listening know what not to do because well, it's a real tell in the bedroom. I think my biggest advice, and this happened to me actually recently, again. Go slow. Like, I, everyone's like, whenever I'm out about people, like, what do you do for a living? What's your number one tip? I'm like, go slow. Just go slow. I think a lot of guys, you know, for them, sex is fast. When you masturbate, it's fast. Like, it's getting to your orgasm is fast. It's just, or it's like you move in quick. Mom's coming home. Yeah, you got to get it done. Right. I mean, that comes back to that, perhaps. But I think for men, they just really want to escalate. For me, that's been an issue just saying, and being okay with saying, slow down. Mm -hmm. Like, I was with a guy and he was like, fingers right I was like no you gotta like don't put your fingers inside me yet like yeah. don't rush yeah, yeah, no yeah. fingers it's dry don't go in there yet I'm not even turned on like you kissed me and then your fingers are in my vagina yeah. what the hell happened in between yeah what about my breasts what about making out and slowing down yeah and yeah that happens to Especially me still with the fingers with the fingers right oh have you had that when they just shove the fingers in oh my god where'd you guys learn that 
Well, we gotta we gotta make sure that you're open to that. That's kind of like our, our oh, way of like ringing. That's ringing. trying to open no, way to close no, it. literally, literally. Like we're trying Ironically, to, it's like ringing the doorbell. Like, is this open for business? Are we down? If you're gonna let me put my finger in there, then you might let me put my penis. You can't open with the you're penis. You're right. It's like a. It's like you're testing the water. Yeah, we're it's trying like to figure out feet. how far is this girl gonna let. Us. I don't think that that happens like when you're going out for a while, but especially the first time out the, the gate. The first time. You're trying to figure out what are you going to let me put in here? Because that's, this is so interesting. So that's how you're tracking. You're like, is she yeah. turned on? Is she wet? But what guys can learn from this is the more time they spend, I would say, turning us on with foreplay and kissing, like I let the kissing go on for an hour. Mm-hmm. The making out, that the foreplay. The on the lips, dude. I'm talking about the neck, the lip. The bleep. You talk dirty into my ear for a second and just tell me I'm hot. I'm turned on. <laughs> then guess what? You put your fingers inside, it's all good to go. So spend a little more time investing in that. So you got to announce yourself before you exactly. ring the doorbell. Exactly. Don't just ring the doorbell yet. It's all about arousal. It is about arousal. All I'm, I can't about be ar- Literally, even if you're the sexiest person in the world, if there, if if I, we've been together for two minutes and your finger, there's no way on the planet <laughs> that I'm going to be turned on. I just can't even mechanically no, work fingers with that. and then going fast with the finger. Fingers. Like, please, please don't. In my cunnilingus and like hand sex class, I just tell all the guys, please just don't. And it's radio, so you can't see. But it's basically, I'm just fingering like crazy. Uh, like, please, please don't do that. I just, think that that's what guys do in high school. They learn yeah. that. Yeah. I'm afraid most guys have probably done this at one time or another. And hopefully, they're not doing it. No, post but they high school. are. I'm telling you. I've no, had. You got, you got guys like middle aged men? I'm not picking. Yes. Wow. I have middle-aged men really? who are in there digging for change. Really? As Madison was at one of yours, digging yeah. for change. Madison always says they're in there digging for change. You should put a dime in there just as a joke <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, really. I'm like, what are you doing in there? What do you, what do you do? Like, you know, right. So oh. that's what they're doing. And it, it, it hurts. It hurts. I can imagine. Never felt yeah, good. Well, Never I used felt to hear good. This, I used to hear this on Loveline a lot is a lot of, especially younger men, think of the vagina as an inside-out penis. So they're going to treat it the same way that they would want their penis treated. When you think about the penis and what's going on there, it's kind of like fast jacking. Right. This is what I'm saying. Because they're like, this is how mine works. I need it fast. We do not. And it's not an inside out. You don't want to be known as This is actually a good thing. I'm trying to think what are the other... You know, we're not bashing on guys. We're just trying to help you because we love you. I'm trying to think of like what else... I I mean, mostly it has to do with ramping up too quickly Mm -hmm. and not seeing if I'm ready and I'm on board and I'm okay with it. And then like oral sex issues are oral sex challenges for men... There's just so many. So well, right? breathing is always a tough, tough one for the men. What? Being down there breathing, that's Dude, a challenge. No. That, well, be. maybe. It can be, I guess. I don't know. I'm yeah, just like a deviated septum, that's real too. tough. But if you go slow. <laughs> if you go slow and you <laughs> pay attention and you like uh-huh. look at it and you see like the clitoris bloom. Oh, Jesus. Like, you know? I think going like fast is a, is a sign of insecurity. Right. Yes. And so the faster someone goes, it's like, oh, I, got, I have to do this and I have to do that. And there's a there's a list and you can tell that they're doing the alphabet on your clit. And right. like, oh, oh. Really? You've, heard, you've, you've read yeah. that? Oh, well, oh, I've read it read and it. I've experienced it. No, I mean, I mean you've read it like literally like almost like reverse uh, Braille. Like you could tell the letters they're doing. Oh, yeah. Has anyone ever spelled out, I love you? Because that'd be, that'd be kind of romantic. Oh, Do you no. stop them and go, listen, before you get to H, we need to talk. <laughs> Like, let's just put the whole kibosh on this plan. You start singing the alphabet <laughs> along with them. <laughs> so we've, we're going to have some more tips on this show. I think we could uh, move into some sex in the news. Oh, yeah. Okay. The ideal sex ses- session. <laughs> the ideal sex session only lasts 7 to 13 minutes. Thank God. Uh-uh. Says research. Huh? 
I don't know what planet they're on and where they're having these 7 to 13 minutes. It's revealed that most people's ideal session lasts no longer than 13 minutes. Mm -hmm. The members include psychologists, physicians, social workers, marriage, family therapists, and nurses who've collectively seen thousands of patients over several decades. And their findings suggest lasting more than a half hour was a situation ripe for disappointment and satisfaction. I do not know what planet this survey was done on. Um, And this is the brackets they found. Too short if sex lasts only one to two minutes. I think we can agree that. Really? Like, did it even start? Adequate, three to seven minutes. Desirable, seven to 13. And too long, 10 to 13. What? That's crazy. Wait, desirable, seven to 13. Too long, 10 to 13. There's a lot of overlap there. I know. I don't even know. And where does the sex begin? Is it begin with insertion, penetration, or kissing? I think they're talking about penetration. I'm going to, for the, for the, Benefit to their benefit, I'm going to say um, for the sake of just hoping that they're not including foreplay here, they're talking about penetration. Once it breaks the plane and then the clock starts. Exactly. Once he got all the change out, um, he's doing that. <laughs> and so um, I just think that, what? Maybe that's another thing the guys are doing. Maybe it's like really like primitive and they're worried about teeth down there and they're making sure. Because there is that fear that guys have of the teeth. It's got a wart name and everything. What? That's true that men. Yeah, men have a fear of, of teeth in the vagina. They even made a oh. movie about it. It's called oh. Teeth. Yes, I yes, yeah. I know of this. Maybe they're digging Vagina for teeth. Vagina dentata. Yeah, that's right. That's the term. Yeah. Uh, Maybe God. that's what we're worried about. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Trying to find an out <laughs> for the guys. That's, yeah. I mean, this seems off to you, right, Al? It really does. I mean, I'd be interested to see who did the study, how many people were in the study, whether it was self-reported, all that kind of good stuff that you want to figure out before you right. start. But, you know, were they, I mean, was it just heterosexual couples were they you know what I mean we just don't even know which is a problem with the uh with the with research I know exactly and women typically take 15 to 20 minutes to orgasm mm-hmm. 15 20 40 with penetration yeah uh, hearkening back to my love line days again here as I want to do on this program I heard uh, numerous uh uh callers call in over the years talking about how anything and I'd hear Drew uh echo their sentiment which is Anything past like 15 minutes was ouch for you ladies. No, he didn't say that. He would say that sometimes it was more like an hour. Or no, no, no. He'd say about 15 minutes. 15 Without minutes of foreplay? No, oh, 15 minutes, minutes of penetration. penetration. Pounding, the, pound boom, 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 Oh, boom, no. Boom. I, I can tell you from personal experience. 15. More than 15 is just fine if it's oh, yeah. done right. As long Absolutely. As, you, as long as you got the uh, the lubrication going. Yeah, yeah or okay. just everything going. Everything like if going. If I'm turned on right. and you're connected and breathing mm-hmm. together and all that good stuff. So that's how we feel about that study. Um, I just don't even know why we're timing this. I guess I just feel like, if, and again, case by case basis, there's some women. I met a woman yesterday. She's like, because of course, I met her for two seconds in line <laughs> at the store. And she's like, you know, oh, I know what you do. She goes, you know, it's so weird. I only orgasm from, G, from my G-spot internally. Jesus. My clitoris, I can orgasm. And it just really quickly happens for me in like three minutes. I'm like, you're a bitch. No. <laughs> but no, some women, it's quicker. What some women store? might wonder mm-hmm. with, what? What store? Pizza store, actually. What? Well, she's speaking loudly for people to hear no, around you? No, it was a nice story. We just Hills. want a pepperoni. We're not, we're not down for this Dude, sexual. Dude, this is my life. Yeah. My friend had introduced us, and she's a friend of a friend, and then she goes, oh my God, you know, I can orgasm. And da, da. So some women can, yeah. quickly. And they, they, it might hurt for them after, and they might not want it. But, but typically, we typically. just want some foreplay. Okay. So let's move on from this. Aaron a lot of good study. information for the guys uh, on this air program. This so is far. really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so L Chase. E L L E. Thank you, Anderson. You can find our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and any other social media at L Chase. Oh, and Hallerman, her dog. At is at the L Chase. At the L Chase. Sorry. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Okay, walk it again. At it says the L Chase here. The the L Chase. E L L E. And this is also all going to all be on our website. And Hallerman, her dog, if you've been following me along on Instagram um, and Snapchat, you'll see that he's been a 
frequent visitor, and mm-hmm. he's at Hallerman the underscore cochlear. 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 <laughs> Fuck it. Cochlear. Just gotta, just gotta get the cock in there, don't you? Gotta get the cock in there. Yeah. Um, and she's amazing. She's also been on the show before, like I said. Talking Sex educator. Store? No, oh. L. L's and the, well, the dogs. Look at your face. Yeah, he's pretty cute. Um, and like I said, she was on the show, First Step to Better Sex with Lady Cheeky. She's a sex educator, author, speaker, and a very powerful voice in the sexual health community, not to mention a key influencer in the body acceptance movement. So we wanted to help you here with uh, our self-confidence month. And she's also known by her famous alter ego, Lady Cheeky. Yes. LadyCheeky.com. It's great Tumblr porn. Is Lady Cheeky it. British? No. Lady Cheeky. No, but she's an Anglophile. What is that? She likes that whole British thing, which okay. is why she named herself Lady. Anglophile. 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 Yeah. And that it was I voted waspies. actually, yeah. No, it? it means uh, interested in things that are of British descent. Ah, Anglophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Interesting. We're don't, all ask, so like, much. don't act like you heard that <laughs> I heard before. Anglophile. Oh, stop it, Emily. Stop I'm, trying to. No. <laughs> Had you? I didn't know where Hanover was, but I do know. <laughs> we had a big discussion before the show Neither started where Emily was going. Well, I did. I was like, wait, Hanover, wait, wait, I think it's in Berlin. Wait, Berlin's not a country. What's going on? <laughs> but Anglophile, of course. Why, of course, Anglophile. Very familiar. I'm you, the brain sometimes, there's synapses that fire when they should and they shouldn't. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, and L also, I'm being honest, Smut for Smarties. That's your companion yes. site. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lady Cheeky was voted back to that number one porn site for women by Cosmo Cosmo Huffington Post Huffington Salon. Post mm. yeah so if you're a woman and you're like you know I don't know porn scares me don't want to go to the tube site to check out Lady Cheeky mm. and it's beautiful images that you curate it's sexy arousing. it's arousing arousing exactly exactly so arousing alright I feel like probably guys should go check that out well too. yeah Figure you want to know what, how to uh, the there's no one digging like for change there <laughs> I can tell you, as a, as a young man, I learned uh, most of my stuff from Sam Kinison's stand-up. And he, oh, God. He, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. He, he had some great advice, actually. He said to watch lesbian porn, which was uh, oh, great yeah. advice. I have a great story advice. about Sam Kinison Do you? for you later. Yeah. Oh, not, not on air. She yeah. knows a lot of people. Sam Kinison. He said it's like... It's like so much it's like butterflies. It's like butterflies making love. La, 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 yeah, exactly. La, la, la. Soft yeah. and slow. That was where I got almost all my info when I was a child. Mm. Interesting. God, well, it was a different time then. Mm. Um, okay, so Al, what, what inspired you to become a sex educator? Let's talk about that. Well, it's kind of a long story, but I'll try and make it brief. Uh, I was in a sexless marriage, and um, I, I have depression. And I went through this really bad spate of depression where I wasn't like leaving the house. And when I stop eating, then we know it's really bad. So um, a friend of mine told me to watch uh, True Blood, the HBO vampire soap opera, mm-hmm. um, gothic soap opera. And uh, I watched it, and, and uh, the uh, lead vampire and his paramour, Sucka, Sucka Stackhouse, um, were just sort of consummating their love in one episode, and it just sort of affected me in a weird way, and I just started crying, and, I, uh, and it hit me that I'd never experienced passion before. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving my husband, having an affair with a man I met on Twitter, who I got checked out by a private investigator first before okay. I met him, because right. we don't want to go there. PI just needs a Twitter handle, and then you can go from there? Oh, I knew a lot more than that okay. at that point. But at any rate, um, and so I started this Tumblr, this Lady Cheeky Tumblr, to share uh, things I wanted to do with him, and, and interests and all of that, and then people found it, and it became Lady Cheeky, and... And I kept getting questions, sex ed questions asked, and I didn't, I don't know what the hell, you know, it's just my Tumblr. Uh, so I would look it up and make sure I got the right answer, and I sort of caught the bug 
I really found it fascinating. I found sexual health and uh, arousal and pleasure really interesting. And um, so then from there on, I went I went to SFISI, San Francisco Sex Information. SFISI. Can't say that either. It's like <laughs> Spiffy, but it's with an S. Uh, SFSI. San Francisco and some Sex Information. Yeah. So she's, then what are some of the topics that you, you, you mainly like educate about? You know, like the things you spoke about, about like big, beautiful sex. and stuff Yeah, like my thing, my thing I, I began with was big, beautiful sex, sex in a larger body or sex for people who um, aren't confident about one part of themselves or many parts of themselves. Uh, we all have something, even oh, yeah. the most beautiful person to you that you've seen, the Christy Brinkley's, now I'm aging myself, the, um, the uh, Beyonce's. Uh, everyone's got they, it. Every everyone's woman got you hear something. them like in the bathroom with them sometime, and you're like, oh, yeah. look at my hair. Look mm-hmm. at my you're hair. Like, oh. Especially the really good ones, the good-looking ones, because they, they spent so much time curating that and making sure that right. it's perfect, I'm sure. Well, yeah. The people who are, you know, sort of classically good-looking as far as society, what society says, their parameters, um, often really are critical of themselves because um, they have something to live up to, and they're close to it maybe or, you know. Right. Uh, so that's a big one for me. And in fact, I have a book coming out in January um, called Curvy Girl Sex. And uh, so it shows for that. You're going to come back you. and talk about that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, it's how to how to have sex when you're a larger woman. Um, and uh, I talked about that. Some, yeah. Well, we're going to get into some. Yeah. Work, but what are some of the things? Like, did you had to, because no one was like writing this instruction manual for you before. Like, you actually had to write I the had book. To, I had to go and, and figure everything out myself. And so it's a culmination of everything I've learned. I went on a sexual journey after I left my husband with that guy from Twitter <laughs> and um, and through having that relationship with that guy from Twitter I learned a lot about myself and a lot about my confidence and my sexuality and that my sexuality and my sense of of my sexiness is not tethered to my body that I am sexy regardless of my weight regardless of my age my abilities regardless of whether I have chronic back pain or whatever I am sexy no matter what I'm just not going to be sexy to every single person I meet. And that's okay, because right. that's what makes the world go around. Exactly. You know? Oh, right. Not every, there's, you know, someone for everybody. So, yeah. Right? So then how, what were some of the, the things that you went through, like, to, to develop that? I know it's a larger question, but to, no, the main things fine. that would be, like, useful for people, how you really got to embrace that. And you are, you know, so confident now in having amazing sex and living yeah. your truth. And uh, I think it's well, amazing to watch. I think it's... <laughs> What? When I walked in here today, somebody, I, I don't know if it was Madison, somebody said, oh, you look so good. And, and oh, can I say what you said? Sure. Well, I got fucked right. I believe it was, I believe it was along those lines. Yes, yeah, so I got lying. properly fucked this Properly way. fucked. She yes. said it much more eloquently than yes. that. Um, <laughs> yes, because I'm an anglophile. I was like, ah, oh, look at that. The anglophile's yeah. uh, here. That's right. Um, well, I think, I think what's also important is to let yourself know that you're not always going to feel confident. That there are times, and you want to reach for the times where you're going to feel confident and and really try and make that part of who you are and what you're doing. But those times where you just can't you just can't get it up for feeling confident, those are okay. Right. And don't beat yourself up because that just makes it worse. Right. Just notice it and move on and let yourself feel it because. Even I, and I get through it a lot faster now. But well, that's the main thing. Yeah, I feel I feel horribly unconfident sometimes. But the deal is, I've done so much work that I move through it at a huge pace, at a at a fast pace. So it'll right. take two days instead of two weeks. Right. Things don't derail you as quickly. Which it doesn't is all, derail because me. Because we yeah. don't change that much in life. Our right. issues are going to be our issues, but it's really how you learn to accept them and move through them. Exactly. Yeah. 
Life is interesting. You can't, you can't just love your body because someone says you can love your body. Some of us can't. I right. can't. I'm not going to ever love my body. Yeah, I'm with you. But I will accept my body and I will be grateful for it and I'll be grateful for how I use it and how much pleasure it gives me. And then there will be days where I'm premenstrual and I hate the world and yeah, I hate too. people and yeah. I don't want, yeah, you're bad when you're premenstrual, yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Um, you probably, yeah. Yeah. And you're just hating life and you're just going to feel that way. Right. I mean, it's just the way it is. For what it's yeah. worth, when I was much younger and uh, actually had very little fat on my body and I worked out a lot and I had a six pack and all that stuff and I had like long blonde hair that was like, uh, I, I, anyways, I used to have pictures of me taken for money. That's it, a roundabout way of saying that I was I'm a you bit of a your male model for, for for a brief period of time doing a lot of drugs too and mm-hmm. I'm sure it was coupled with the drugs and the young age but never have I been more insecure than I was yeah. at that time of my uh, life I was right. the most yeah. insecure when I looked my best yeah which is so for all of you who are not feeling like you you know you're up to par uh, feel free to look at those who who you deem are and chances they're so are not. they're more insecure than you are a lot of them well, I got to say, I have never felt more confident and more beautiful and more sexy than I have right now at 230 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I was 110, 115 in high school. I didn't start getting weight till my 30s. And I hated myself like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't date. I couldn't even speak to a man. And now I I flirt with a waiter, don't right. I, Emily? Yes, you do. Um, where I just say, well, hello there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It is about time. You're right. And I was... God, I had so many insecurities then too. Like when I was, I remember my mom. I'd be like, "Mom, I, you know, I wasn't. Working. I don't remember what it was in college, or like I feel fat, or I feel whatever. I don't feel." Pretty. She's like, "Well, this is not the best advice." She's like, "This is the best you're ever gonna look, so you better get me." <laughs> She's like, "You know what? This is the best you're ever gonna look." It's just I'm like, "Thanks, mom." I was like 21. She was kind of right. You look back on it now, but I feel better than I've ever mm-hmm. felt. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, this is very helpful. I'm excited that you're here, Elle, because I'd love you to help me uh, answer some some emails from the listeners. Sure. And uh, first, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Thank you, everyone, for supporting them. And we love you. And we'll be right back. People joke a lot about men not being able to last long in bed. You know it's a widespread issue and it becomes something society recognizes as a condition worth poking fun at. Well, for the millions of men who experience premature ejaculation, though, it is not funny. In fact, it can be a huge problem with effects that extend beyond the bedroom. This is why I love talking about Promescent, a clinically proven FDA-compliant product that can significantly delay ejaculation. Think about what that means. If you're able to last longer, you've less anxiety about performing, you can focus on being in the moment with your partner, enjoying sex instead of stressing about it, and your partner gets the benefit of a longer, more intense experience. Okay, so what is Promescent exactly? Well, it's a topical spray that gets applied to the penis to improve a man's stamina. Unlike common delay sprays that simply make you numb, Promescent is quickly absorbed, allowing you to enjoy the sensations of sex. When used properly, it won't transfer to your partner, which is never a good thing. What other product can help you last longer, have better sex, reduce performance anxiety, and improve your relationship? None. So I strongly encourage you to learn more about Promescent. Go to my website, Click on the Promescent banner or visit promescent.com today. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Okay, everyone. Thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And you can also now so easily email us from the website at sexwithemily.com. You click on the Ask Emily thing banner tab and then you just boop, send us a question right through the website. Boop. You can also leave us a voice message. 
uh, voicemail at 818-ASK-SWE1 or 818-275-7931. This is all on the website, but we love hearing from you. It's fun to get voicemail messages. We can like, you, hear your voice. Is it true you're encouraging people to call while masturbating? No, no, you're Anderson, not. You're not. You're not. You're trying to derail that. everything that I. I, I was built. just wondering if that's what I had heard things on the street. <laughs> no. no, I mean you can. We'll delete it. Um, we won't play it. Whatever gets you. Off. Hey, listen. If Whatever listen gets to you my off. message on the voicemail message, <laughs> I will delete your message. But if I can serve you, I'm just trying to change the world. I'm just trying to help people have better sex. Got it. Whatever works. Okay, let's get into emails. And um, here we go. Hey there, Miss Emily. I have so many sexual dilemmas, but I'll email about this one first. This year, I started having sex again after being in a five-year drought. The guy I hooked up with ended up being a little smaller than expected. Don't get me wrong, I was happy to get the D after so long, but I didn't enjoy it all that much. Do you know of any positions that would make it a little more enjoyable? Also, I'm a bigger girl, so I almost feel like he was having a hard time, no pun, reaching places. I know you're a beautiful skinny gal, but it can be difficult for us big gals. So basically, what positions can I do when I'm a big girl and my man's got a small ween? <laughs> Thanks for your time. Love the show. I think Menace because I found out about your podcast through him. Thanks again. Much love, Jen, oh, age 31. I see. <laughs> Anderson, people. Uh-huh. I think one person heard about the show from you. What? Fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> and I have a position for this uh, this big lady here. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, a second. Let's move on to Al because I know you have a book coming out. You've I do. Lines. What would you tell? So, Jen, a little bigger bit, a little bigger bit, a little bigger, and also the little smaller guy. Yeah. There are actually a lot of great positions. And I think the one thing to sort of remember is you want to get a position that really opens up your gender region a lot and doing that with pillows or a liberator wedge um liberator wedge what's that liberator wedge is a uh industrial foam sort of triangle that's okay. long triangle that you can sort of lay down on huh. it's um, like and it's covered cheese. it looks like a big like a long of piece yeah. piece of cheese but <laughs> yeah. a longer a long a wedge, wedge. Cheese. A wedge of you, cheese. you got them on your site i don't know if we have them on know. our site do it but you, you, you can do a google search for okay right. i never heard of such yeah thing. or sex furniture no they're on my site, so okay. you can you can look at it there. Yeah, or you can just which, go to site, lib- which site? Uh, they're on. Um, you got so many sites. Yeah, I've got so many sites. Any site will take you there. Okay, but it's L-chase, Liberator. And also Elchase. Okay. Yeah, or Liberator.com you okay. can go to as well. So uh, getting that or putting pillows, I suggest a Liberator because it's much firmer. And um, putting it right under your hips so that your butt is right at the edge of the wider part of the wedge. And uh, put your legs back as far as you can. And then he gets on his knees right behind you mm-hmm. and um, goes to town, thrusting right. away. Um, another good one is getting on your side and having him take one leg up and put it close to his right. you know, Everything neck or something. Up, yeah. um, and that way he can spread the butt cheeks. He can, he can do it whatever putting it down also with your legs up uh crossed on the side of his head yeah that's cr- yeah crossed and then to the side yeah you put your leg that's a good one my that's favorite one my favorite Ooh. one is called the ohm the oh, ohm no. and that is when you are on your back and uh He's doing it from behind. He can spread your cheeks, whatever. And then he twists just the bottom part of your torso to one side so that the top of your back is flat on the bed mm-hmm. and your legs are to one side. And so he is basically thrusting in between your butt cheeks, right. which he can also, like I said, pull apart or pull away. Right. And uh, this makes it a lot more of a sort of a, a closed canal. Right. 
And, right. Yeah, and you can also clench down on it easier uh, with with your uh, pubic coccygeal muscles. So um, pubic coccygeal muscles. Pubic She's an anglophile. She can talk about it. <laughs> your pubic coccygeal muscles. You know <laughs> the muscle, your pelvic floor muscles, the kegel. Pubic coccygeal muscles. Okay. You have a kegel app, don't you? I do kegel yeah. camp. Yeah. I'm so into my my kegel. Sorry, I'm wearing yeah. a kegel ball right now. Yeah. Oh, I are wait. you really? Yeah. Sorry. Love I'm that about you. Do you want to see it? No, I do not want to see it. I know that she, she drop ball. What? Have drop you ever dropped off. one out? I, no, I, I'm too what? neurotic for that. I, well, like, yeah. they have different weights. Yeah. And <laughs> My God, you don't wear skirts when you're using I these things, right? My mistake. I was going you to... You were worse. I've not but... told anyone this because I blocked it. It happened oh. to me. Dish. Yeah. I don't... I, it, it, it fell out. Where were you? See, Target? because... Okay. <laughs> I wish I was Trader at Target. Joe's? I wish Where I wasn't you? at an executive meeting oh, or a TV show. Oh, my God. <laughs> You are kidding me. You were so that lady. Oh my God. Of course, sex with Emily's. So I long. blocked it because I didn't know what to do. I was getting coffee before the meeting. Uh huh. And you put these balls in. I got it. See, they fall like the. Yeah, yeah. They, but, but like okay. you wear them all day. These are the Jeju ones, which I love. Oh, I I've love got to push them yeah. back in. Okay, mm-hmm. but because I just like your. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a skirt. <laughs> so I was wearing like wide leg pants. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um,. I got there and I, I wear them because I'm just lately, I'm like, I like doing, I have an app called Kegel Camp. It reminds you to do it twice a day if you want, yeah. which is great because it just is important. I know that whenever I've done them regularly for even for three weeks at a time, yeah. sex is better. What? Anderson's making the face. No, I'm not G-spot, making the face. You're I'm just listening. A story. Like my G-spot is like, like everything mm-hmm. feels amazing. I was like, oh, she gonna, can use her I've vagina to hammer nails. She <laughs> actually hammers nails And I'm into like, I don't, I practice what I preach. I'm like, time to do kegels. So you put them in and you walk around mm-hmm. and it basically does it for you. Mm-hmm. Like it does the exercises for you. So, and then I remember to do them and then you do them on top of the weights. It's great. So I go to this meeting and I get there early, or the woman who's like running the executive, she's mm-hmm. like, come, do you want to get coffee in the back? They have a curry. We walk back there and I'm standing there. I just got out of the car. And it just falls to the floor. Oh my God. Purple ball through my pants. And I I just reach out and grab it. And I don't know if she's like, she, it was just the two of us. And it oh. fell out of my pants right. onto the floor. Did it make a sound, like a loud sound? No, because it's rubber. It's silicone. Did it bounce right, right. back up to your hand? I just grabbed like, it through trick? my purse. And oh I didn't know God. if I should say like, oh, funny, can't go ball. Like, I don't know if she knew. You have no, no idea. No, to you know, it's not I the worst it. place you could have you could, that could have happened. The worst place would have been like at the ball pit and a ball pit like a Chuck E. Cheese or something. Oh. That would be the worst place. <laughs> but I, then all the children that would go in there afterwards having no idea that. But one I haven't of the heard from them since like, the meeting, so I wonder oh. if um. No, I don't you know. You think she thought it was a, a diaphragm, maybe, if she did see it? I wouldn't be wearing a diaphragm to a 10 a.m. meeting. <laughs> Your diaphragm you can't know. fall out. And Those meetings sometimes, you know, Anyway, it was funny, but that happens. So, yeah, I was wearing wide pants. You know, it doesn't usually, but if you got to adjust it, but it feels good. Yeah. I just want to share that story. <laughs> and I guess if any, I should have made it now, but I'm still going back and you, you revisit things. I'm like, I could have been, oh my God, kettleballs. Hey. I hadn't even had the meeting and that would have been funny. Yeah. But I didn't. All right. Okay, that's my story. But my kegels of steel right That's now. Right. You, should, steel. you should make an internet ad where that happens. Something similar. And then you're like, oh. And then like the kegel ball comes out. And then you say, it's my kegel ball. And then you lead from there. Oh, my I God. I think Jeju needs to, uh, needs to sponsor you and film that ad. I love their balls. Like I was going to say it. <laughs> balls, okay. balls, balls. Okay, Any so- message you put on that ball, people will see that message when it falls out. What? Like if you're in a crowded room and it falls out, they will see whatever paid sponsors on your keggle ball, right? Well, the it's, ball doesn't say anything on it. Well, it could, though. That's what I'm saying. It's like no. a billboard. It's oh like a billboard. God. People will notice that. I don't know. I'm glad that maybe... I don't I keep like crowded in my subway head, cars? I keep thinking, what did she think it... What, like, what would have bounced on the you, floor bounced? Like, maybe. <laughs> you, had a, you had a Super Bowl. 
In my vagina. Yeah, in your vagina. It was weird. Um, but I blocked it, but now you she all know. I thought something just fell out of your purse or your pocket. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm over it. Okay, let's move on to labias. Ooh. As if we ever got away from them. <laughs> Hi, Emily. I've been listening to you for years now. I'm 25. I live in Colorado and listen on the iTunes podcast app. I've been single for four years and I'm interested in a couple different guys, but I have a question that makes me incredibly self-conscious to even discuss. But here goes. I have a rather large labia menorah. I've been with multiple men and have never heard complaints, but honestly, I've heard my guy friends complain about other women's labia size before. They refer to it as different things like... No. No. Must we? Don't, don't say it. No? Okay, say it. Well, I just... Is I, it good? Is it funny? No, it's not good or funny. It's hmm? like an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's, that's not even not funny. Good, Floppy, yeah. grilled cheese. Oh, no, no, no. grilled cheese. No. It's called a wizard sleeves or, or a oh, flume. Yeah. Or that's oh, what people yeah. call it. Who are you? They're terrible. Know. I hate it when people this say that. It's terrible when people... This, this I hate it when people say that, but that's what people say. And she says, to the best of my knowledge, no one's ever said that about me, but honestly, the older I get, the more nervous I will hook up with someone who will not like how floppy my vagina is. And again, she doesn't even know she's making this up in mm-hmm. her head that this could even happen. Even worse, we'll say it to other people and not me. I've been looking into labiaplasty procedure, and oh. I know that you say I should never have vagina shame, but frankly, I do. Is there an average? Is there an average labia size or a way I can Five. get over this fear? I live in a small town where dates are hard to come by. I don't want to scare away the next guy I get. I appreciate your podcast more than I can ever describe. You give me the confidence to get out of my little shell and try to meet someone oh. I like. Thank you, Shameful in Chicago. That's sweet. I know that's so sweet. Chicago's a big town. What's she talking about? Small no, she's town. in Colorado. Oh. And it's not. Yeah. We don't know where she lives. But, oh, oh shameful. That's... I know. Here's the thing. It's true. The labia. Okay. I understand your fear. You heard guys talking about this. We all have fears around everything. Like, what are guys going to say about anything? When you have sex with them, like in a small town, are they going to talk about me? But again, these are all stories in your head that actually have no basis in any reality. These are mostly what keeps us awake at night and gets us into depression is when we keep telling ourselves these stories that just aren't true. Labias come in all different sizes and shapes. There is no normal. There is no, you know, way a labia is supposed to be. Some long, some short, some pink, brown, black, yellow. Yeah. I don't yellow, know. Yellow, colors. green. Green. What? No. no. no, no that's not green. Yeah. yeah. Go, if it's green, see a healthcare provider. Green, it, right. Yeah. But, I mean, really, it's just a matter of... Um, of just like lo- loving your body like labiaplasty is not going to make you feel better believe me there's it's not even no. I don't even think it's safe or healthy I don't I mean you know you don't know what kind of nerves are there that they're cutting away right. and I mean right. it's just it's you know it's just kind of like you know I have small hands I have hands that don't look like my sister's hands but yet we are from the same parents right. you we're get all surgery. so different you gotta fix it. we're all so incredibly different and it's because you know women don't look at vulvas they don't right. look at other people's labias men they pee next to each other they they yeah. hold their penises what? and what they you hold your penises to pee no You're, i thought you meant we hold each other's penises no you don't no, hold each other's we penises rarely sneak peeks we don't see a whole uh, lot well maybe you're in the minority though. right but also porn but i think porn, they're like porn, two, and it's it's uh there are more there are more misshapen quote unquote as opposed to what the perfect labia is supposed to look like i'm doing this in air quotes mm-hmm. um out there than there are something that someone would call a perfect labia and these guys that are talking about it are compensating for something mm-hmm. yeah exactly they're trying to like connect in some way there's always yeah. gonna be something to rag on a girl about I, yeah i've seen a lot a, a number of labes in my life and uh, never once have i talked to a friend of mine about the uh, shape or size or length and i have seen some long ones and right. uh, you know 
It's they fine. have not been a giant issue unless they are too long that they're getting in, in trouble with the actual penetration, but that can be fixed with now, see, a little no, bit I of I have never, I've never heard, this. heard of this. I have seen it. And you know what you can do is you can type in porn long labia. I bet you would see a bunch of porn because I'm sure it's a fetish. Well, it is a fetish. And you'll see. And if she were to just see those, she'll realize she's not. I don't want not. anyone to think that they no, have a longer, long labia that's going to get in the way of them having no. sex. Because I've literally, I've never heard of that. Me neither. And if it does happen, have you searched um, then, God, oh. you just got to help her get over this fear. And I'm telling you, just connect with somebody. And it, when you're having sex with a guy, like, and you're in the moment and you're present and you're mm-hmm. confident and you're like connected with this guy, the last thing mm-hmm. that you'll, you'll be thinking bag. about, and he's thinking, well, oh, yo, you sound like a really good person, Shane Fulton, Colorado, that I don't yeah. think you're going to date any of these douchebags that you yeah. heard. Talking about this stuff. And so that's how you're going to get over it is by being in your body, having great sex, masturbating. Mm-hmm. Lots oh, of yeah. you know your what makes you feel good. Him that, he's not even creative. I mean, those aren't even good names. Those are terrible names. And he's probably just trying to let you know that he's banging. That's probably his sly little way no, of letting you know. No, it was her friend. She heard talking about, like, a in high school. About, a guy friend of hers was talking about it. Guys will say, they talk about stuff all the they time. They talk about, about stuff just, all the time. And it's just not. No, and not all guys. The guy that you like, Shameful, is not going to be that guy because I think that you're not going to pick that kind of guy that's going to do it. Anderson's never done it. I would actually think that he'd be the guy that hasn't done it. Never ever tie. No. And here's a good here's a good rule of thumb: when you're dating someone and you're interested and you want to have sex with them, think to you know think uh, to yourself, which is kind of redundant. uh, Is this someone I would actually could I actually be vulnerable enough to say you know what? Some people have said that you know longer labias are ugly or this or how do you feel about that or before you know the person that you're going to want to the person that you're going to want to be with is going to be sensitive to that yeah and he'll be like i love all i love doesn't matter to me you know same with being shaved and stuff you know guys well though yeah make sure it sounds like a small town she doesn't have a giant pool to, to pull from but you know just be very mindful of that and also I, I I know that with guys that are obsessed with their penis size mm-hmm. usually there's something more going on exactly. it's beyond the penis so maybe there's uh, something else happening okay. here yep. I got it. but if you have one long leg and one short leg that's very coveted we call that the Nemo and guys really like that what are you talking I don't know about like that from means. the little, little Nemo because he has one little fin and one big fin I don't even know Okay. I think guys, guys are a guys. fan of everything. Like if you yeah, bring guys in, guys are just happy to be invited to the yeah. party. Yeah. Oh my God, they just want in. They do. <laughs> they want in they so want fast in. with their fingers. Oh, down. For oh geez. Okay. Yeah. Hey Emily, I love your show. I've been listening for the last five months. I love your input. I'm writing today because I've yet to have an orgasm. I know you have a few podcasts about achieving that, and I've had trouble doing so since I live at home and share a room with my sister. Finding time and privacy is a little difficult. But I'm thinking about getting a new vibrator. I have a rabbit now, and I'm not sure that was the best investment for me. What do you suggest for someone who's looking to learn about her body? Really learn about it for the first time to help me achieve an orgasm. Alina, 23, Massachusetts. P.S. Additional information, I'm in a relationship and the sex feels amazing. I haven't spent a lot of time exploring my body and would really start like dedicating time to do so. Alina, thank you so much for writing and you're at the perfect time. You're just starting to have sex. You haven't had an orgasm yet. A lot of women haven't had orgasms yet. It's fine. You're not like behind the game, the game here. So I think a rabbit might be intimidating or not the best toy to start with if you've never had one because first time orgasms typically come from, except for the woman I met earlier at the pizza store, right. um, you're, <laughs> the clitoris. It just, it just does. And so I think a toy that focuses on that, using lots of lube, um, also is always great because um, it just helps arouse even if you're already turned on just 
the, it mimics your natural lubricant and just mm-hmm. and you know how I feel mm-hmm. about people I don't get into it but I think if you've used your fingers and you've spent some time I would I love the um the touch yes the I love touch. the touch that's amazing it's a perfect it's perfect a perfect suggestion. starter toy it is because it just it's just I love the silicone on the touch mm-hmm. I love um that it's has like the little it looks like it fits in the palm of your hand it fits in the palm of your hand and it also has like a little cup towards the towards the tip that can sort of cradle your your clit or it has a, a little tip there that can right. touch your tip you could there's many different you ways can you can lay it over it. your labia mm-hmm. and like that feels really good too because yeah. there's so many great nerve endings i think the bigger the labia going back to that like the more nerve endings, yeah. like that would feel amazing but anyway yeah. um i just love it that's yeah. a great one i think i would invest in that but go to my website also i have a shop with emily page on my website which is another fun thing so you can go there and buy one of those and see what you think but really i think the, the most important thing about finding it giving that orgasm is not not giving yourself so much pressure, not be, putting so much pressure on yourself. I would like have a night at home. I would, I would log on to Lady Cheeky, <laughs> find some images there that like arouse you and get you excited, um, or whatever it is that turns you on, and just kind of like spend some time. Even if you're having sex with him, like like I said, I used to believe that my boy. I did not have my first orgasm with the guy. Like mm-hmm, I dated several men, slept with them, and I was like, oh, it's gonna happen. And I realized, no, it's not gonna happen. Take it, took matter into my own hands, and I'm so grateful I did it because I learned so much. Mm-hmm. and then I could bring that so you've heard me say this before Lena and I think you know what you need to do yeah, yeah. And, and discovering your body too it's like fun. actually playing with your, your nipples, with your nipples you, everything Al. and also you know there are most women you know orgasm clitorally but there are also some women that that like their the inside of their vagina pressed in a certain way or their butt or whatever so yeah you never know about the butt up. little butt you never play, know little nipples little butt play little butt play the sister factor too, though, guys. She's, she's well, that's trying. why the touch is so good. The touch is quiet. quiet. Oh yeah, the touch is quiet. And the it's, crave it's vesper. Quiet. The, whisper. the crave vesper. Yeah, that's yeah. a good vesper? one too. Or yeah. the whisper, because whisper would be quiet. Oh. But it's vesper. whisper it's quiet. Whisper, it's whisper quiet. quiet. And then anything, any of these guys, can she use any of these, can she use any of these guys in the shower or any of them like a waterproof? Yeah, that might be they, I think good they place. are waterproof. The yeah. shower would Chances be a good place. Chances are, sister's not in the shower. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, we don't know, we don't think so, but the touch you can bring into the yeah, shower. touch you can. I don't know sure. about the, the Vesper. Yeah, that's actually a great. Thank you, yeah. Anderson. Shower mm-hmm. is where yeah. a lot of people get it done. Here yeah. to help. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sometimes, I love it. Okay, we have time for one more email. Hey, Emily, I'm a 32-year-old female from upstate New York who listens an iPhone podcast. I'm currently wrapping up my divorce from my husband of 10 years. Sex with my ex was very vanilla, conservative, and sparse. I consider myself a more sexual person and ended up having an affair with a longtime friend as a search for sexual satisfaction. Long story short, the relationship with the friend is continuing as my marriage ends and I'm concerned with my sexual inexperience as I begin sleeping with new people for the first time in over a decade. I've never given a blowjob as my ex refused to go down on me and in turn didn't want me to give him a blowjob. We only at sex missionary style for a decade and any conversation attempts by me about spicing things up and trying new things were shut down and then sex stopped for months any advice you can provide about tips for someone starting to re-explore their sexual sexuality as adult thank you so much shannon Wow, Shannon, I'm glad you got out of that one. And L, Jesus, sounds like your story, oh my right? Oh, God, yes. Um, well, first of all, I'm glad you got out of it. It's never too late. You're 32 years old. And wow, I love that you know all the things that you, you need to learn and, and not to put so much pressure on yourself. But I think that L can also talk about you mm-hmm. had a very similar experience. I had a very few years older. Uh, yeah, I was 40 and I had a very similar experience and I had never enjoyed sex before. I didn't know what the big deal was. So what I started doing was looking at Tumblr porn. Was That's how I started Lady Cheeky. And through that, 
that, I started to understand what turned me on, what kinks I wasn't so interested in, which I wanted to try. And when I started dating, I would look for, you know, sort of clues in the in the dating profiles, or uh, I would I would sort of ask because I, I, right when I got out of my marriage, I was just I mean o- overcorrecting big time. I was sleeping with anything that walked. So um, so I could explore different things. Um, but there's also great things to look at out there. Like uh, there's some great tapes and books by uh, tapes. tapes. My God, I am so old. Christy Brinkley's got a good yeah, tape out right now. I believe it's an exercise tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, who's the president? Is it I Roosevelt the president? Right. Um, Tristan Terramino has some wonderful DVDs on um, on how to have interesting different kinds of sex and. Uh, uh, there's also she has books as well. There's also Women's Anatomy of Arousal by Sherry Winston, who's Your also book, very yeah. good. And yes, Emily's book, Hot it's Sex. Hot Sex. It's yeah, on a website. Yeah, Hot Sex. Over 200 things you can try tonight. Is a flip great to book. Flip to a random page. Yeah, Ran- Anderson random does it page. all the time. Yeah, all the time. You just flip to it. Yeah, you really just flip to a random page, and you're like, oh, you know. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try yeah. that. Let's try that. So that's a good one. And there are some great books out there, but also don't be too hard on yourself. I think because mm-hmm. you're with a long-term friend, he knows you. Sounds like they're still together, and the more that the, all your sexual experiences worries are going to judge you this guy wants to be with you you guys mm-hmm. can learn some stuff together you mm-hmm. know she's never given a blowjob that's fine you're uh, going to learn yeah you'll learn oh uh, there's a great book out there that I used when I was what? a teenager it was uh, the gay, something like the gay guys guide to blowjobs for straight women or something oh, like that I remember that. that book yeah it was great we do a lot of shows also we have a lot of great mm-hmm. shows we've given lately we've done lately on blowjob tips like breaking it down mm-hmm. so there's a lot on our website about that yeah. as well yeah. so um, but Shannon you're good and I'm, I'm proud of you for getting out of this relationship yeah. that was not fulfilling you because yeah. I know it's not easy but I trust I can tr- trust me you're doing the right thing none of that sounds fun no Okay, Shannon. Thank you for listening, and thank you both of you for being here. Thank oh, you, thanks, Anderson. Al, what? Al, where? So we can find you at the L Chase everywhere. Yes. Well, um, Chase dot com, LadyChicky dot com, SmutforSmarties dot com. Uh, that's pretty much. Okay. Er, you get everywhere you need to go. Got it. A question. Quick question for you. You're a sex educator. Has uh, a school ever like contacted you? Like maybe an elementary school or a high school, thinking that you were like a sex educator that should come to the school and then has that ever happened oh yeah and i have gone to and not have gone to, i've gone to colleges, colleges. i speak at college never high school because i could see it being a problem in the public school system where they're like nah this is too yeah no advanced. i don't teach children okay i don't no. teach children well, i guess they are kids i refer out high school, huh? yeah i refer out yeah okay. but uh yeah i and do you have, have a, done colleges i have done colleges i have a um the los angeles academy for sex education and we do um like bachelorette parties and oh, private stuff god and they colleges. need that yeah, doing the good work. Okay, Anderson, what's going on with you? Your podcast? Cinematics is uh, my movie podcast, and I'm still trying to get off the ground. I got the film vault and the after disaster, which are doing fine. But Cinematics, we will see uh, two movies that are coming out that Friday every week, as well as a streaming pick. So uh, it's a service to uh, film it lovers. It is. Who, I love uh, it. When you never we, know what movie to see that yeah, weekend. We mm-hmm. sort Anderson through them all. We it. see them all, and we let you know it's worth worth your time. And also, right. my, uh, my feature film, which I'm working towards uh, funding, uh, if you'd like to be in the know, uh, give me an email over at uh, groupersthemovie.com. Groupersthemovie.com. It's all about homophobia and uh, bullying and all that. And that's a movie I hope to uh, direct and produce next early next year. And you will. Yes. Well, I'm proud of you. Okay, one more thing. Thank you, Anderson. One more thing I forgot to mention. I don't know how I forgot to mention this, but I'm going to be in New York, you guys, in just like two weeks. Jeez. I'm going to be there, or three weeks. I'll be there at September 24th and 25th in Brooklyn. Um, it is the Sexual Health Expo in New York. You can just 
click on the banner on our website and it's amazing. There's top sex educators speaking there about everything you want to know it's about like sex, Comic-Con relationships. Sex. It kind of is like Comic-Con for sex. Um, all the sensual products and I'm going to be doing a live podcast on Saturday, um, September 24th at 1pm. So come see me, come say hi. I can't wait. And um, thank you both. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. if you know this but the sexual health expo is right around the corner and this time it's taking place in one of my favorite spots on earth new york i'm so honored to once again be hosting this one-of-a-kind event like seriously what other event brings today's top sex educators and the hottest pleasure products together under one roof exactly it's the only one the expo will be taking over brooklyn september 24th and 25th and for the first time ever you can attend for free Thanks to our good friends at WeVibe, the first 2,000 people to register will be given free admission to the two-day event. Sexual Ed sponsor The Pleasure Chest has planned out a weekend's worth of seminars on today's most relevant wellness topics, all delivered by an array of sex experts I know and admire. Not only will you be expanding your sexual horizons, you'll also be able to see brand new products from Jimmy Jane, Doc Johnson, Joe Lubricants, Lifestyles and Skin Condoms, The Rabbit Company, Ovo Lifestyle Toys, Bocce Lingerie, The Body Wand, and Narrows, B-Vibe, See You in Bed, Hot Flowers USA, I Am Toy, Kama Sutra, Babeland, Pure, High Pleasures, Sibian, Sir Richard's Condoms, Tenga, Unbound Box, UV. Oh, and they just added even more sponsors. Blue Dreams, Bedroom Candy Boutique, Sola, Chakrub, Cinekin, Core, Cautionwear, Dame Products, Enlightened, Extend Fertility, Getting in the Mood, G-Spot Zone, Indulgence Boutique, I Know My Status, Joy Box, Nast Toys, Notorious Pink, Next Gen Health Solutions, Pure Romance, Satisfier, Sexpertise, Subsensuals, The Center for Sexual Pleasures, Shamanajan Psychotherapy, and Vibrators.com. You can learn more about the sponsors on my website. Just click on the She Banner for all kinds of information. To reserve your free tickets, visit sexualhealthexpo.com today. See you there.